Hello, good morning. Akashavani Tervitya. So, I have been munching on this and that these past few days. And this is a, a post which has been on my mind since a few days. But one or the other thing, I begin to start making the podcast. And, I, and then I think, you know what, there's this thing that I need to just look into. And then I, so I've been uh, chewing the cud this cud since some time, this topic. And today, I'm sitting on it. The topic is about how um, girls, women, have something that boys, men, well, actually true men would actually have it, but um, our idea, definition of men is a little, men and women are slightly different than uh, what I've what I mean, you'll you'll understand as I as you listen to this. Now, in most cultures, girls, females, are expected to cook, yeah, and uh, take care of the house and be able to take care of the house and you know basically hurt it, and that um, men, males, um, are are expected to be gatherers, yeah, hunters, maybe gatherers. Um, and this is a kind of a tradition, a, a thought line that has been followed since some time, that uh, women hearth and men gather. <coughs> Excuse me. There is something missed when we take it literally and then we give the trucks and cars and as toys to boys and the cooking utensils and uh, you know the dolls and the homemaking things for girls we miss a point they're taking it literally we fail to see that one this is something that i've been harping about since some time like harping as in you know the harp 72 strings i think it's 78 strings but that's my version of music i think that's infinite but let's stick with 72 yeah harp there's at least those strings harping about is that within the same person, one single person is nature and nurture. So each person is made from sperm and ovum. So it is not hunter or gatherer. Okay, it's not hearth or gather, but it's hearth and gather. Yeah, we do it differently, slightly different. Women do it, do it slightly different. Men do it slightly different, but each one does it. And when we keep the hearth out of men that is when they don't become men they remain boys um, so we may be calling them men but they're actually boys adolescents haven't really come to maturity enough to be men similarly with the women women are not really women until they actually come to some version of gathering until such time they are girls and not really grown up mature enough to be women so we are calling them women but men and women like real men and women have been missing in action MIAs in some time and uh, the quality of sperm and ovum in our societies talks about it I mean look at the kind of well we have had the pandemic from people not having sufficient to eat at least so much so that they had to resort to wet markets and we've had uh, about uh, last year and then this year a little you know we've been facing the drum from 
uh, life from a little virus keeping most of us locked down in our own houses and then thinking it's jail and all those kinds of social media social distancing and all of those concerns and we still have a list of diseases and we still are having to need people standing with guns in the borders which means humanity cross boundaries is in different stages of happening because i am speaking now on the podcast so i am work in progress i am working on it so this is also akashavani tarabitya so i'm letting you know that work is happening on the on those fronts um and uh, as i breathe as i move i'm in sync with my partner which is at least for all practical purposes my body and uh, you have a body too and uh, coming back to the topic um yeah so i practice in a bridge yoga yeah i live from the paradigm of medicine intelligence and having a body being in sync with my life partner which is at least my body for all practical purposes um well when i say maritime intelligence little by little you begin to understand what i mean by having a body for all practical purposes and my as my life partner is at least because the people have a big concern with being able to love just one person versus we can love a lot of people but loving one person like really caring for one person becomes a big problem which is why we have people having to stand with guns across the borders yeah yeah and um, we have a whole list of diseases and all of this thing because that one person we have big problems with is it is with yourself we would go running around everything even be in the same house but we are having a difficulty living with our own family members because the pro- the one person we have we really have a problem with is with ourselves and because we cannot be with ourselves others become a reflection like a mirror projection and all of those things we bounce off of them like when we say you we forget to see like this is a cliche but then when you say you and we point finger at somebody three fingers are already pointed at ourselves which we fail to see which we very conveniently ignore but that's the whole thing the social distancing and many other things issues have been happening because the one person we really have a problem with is ourselves a lot of people now i'm going to be admitting this a lot of people if there's some call, some solace to you a lot of people in the world have a problem with themselves um which is why we have listed diseases and we have you know having to have people standing with guns in the border uh, across boundaries across borders that uh, is because well you can check your list of diseases if you are having a list of diseases that much you are away from how much you are at home with yourself if you have a list of diseases you may contact me because i work on these kind of things so we are having humanity cross boundaries and then what does that show up as is you're not having diseases another thing is uh, you're not having violent 
tendencies because when you're having violent tendencies you're not at home with yourself it is just a reaction a trigger waiting to happen to point at somebody else or to say it's because of you that my life is like this and then you're saying i'm not happy because of you like my happiness depends on you so um several several well we can keep going on with this this is the difference between mighty world mighty baby world you know like i call it mighty baby also because it's a little things you know baby baby we make little out of babies but we fail to see that babies are are also home to innocence to life and joy we ignore all these little things which is just a moment and then we wait another hour or two uh or we say oh it's just uh, you know it's nothing too many of these nothings and we have a problem like a disease so little things let be jugo little by little it brings you home to the things that you are uncomfortable with because of which we are we've had to face these social distancing issues and the pandemic of violence is because well the, i think the pandemic is not because of the virus but the, the it's because of the violence pandemic is a violence so when violence cures is when the pan, is when life comes to normal so i'm working on the pandemic of violence yeah that's what medicine intelligence as an enterprise does one of the things we do um the other word for it would be sanatana dharma that is when you're coming home to the tradition of life like what sustains life what has life work what has life be yeah what has you become a child of life so in christian terms we have the idea of um, uh, mother mary and and uh, infant jesus santaninho well i've been i've been to the philippines there i there i met santaninho yeah the so so i have this i like this idea it's it's like a the word ninho is like a tiny one so it's kind of nice like baby yeah so um so when you're uh, so that's also a representation of uh, um the home the beautiful lovely uh, little things when are not are not just regarded as little things but as what they need to be regarded as that's when your kind of my also my idea of uh, sanatana dharma yeah when you have your um non violences yeah gentle care mindful all in place that's when well that is actually proof that grace is a home in your life yeah but what does it take for you to maintain that non violence is nirvijaya because they they keep talking about you know washing your sins but basically what basically what they means is washing your tissues um well well in in the practice of medicine intelligence nirvijaya we kind of clarifying our waters such that there is uh, we are having pure conscience yeah we are all 70% water is what has been said our body is at least 70% water so when we are clarifying our waters is when the water is not cloudy clouded with past based experiences impressions from several experiences of life and then we in cloudy is also probably when our clothes get cloudy is when you need to wash it so when they say wash your sins off yeah 
is what they actually mean is symbolically probably then they didn't have nirbij yoga to bounce off of and explain it or may, or maybe they didn't have communication methods by which to convey that idea to mass media yeah and um mighty world has the advantage yeah i happen to be doing this work i'm doing this work and i'm making use of available resources and this is one of the things um that's come to my attention that i need to be i have these resources by which to say what historically people couldn't and that is oh and i also have nirbij yoga which probably they didn't have is what i'm thinking because otherwise violence wouldn't proliferate to the rate that we have a tiny virus having us all in lockdown yeah having us having had us all in lockdown well um nirbij yoga is how you kind of wash the water rather wash the uh cloudiness the sins if that's a word all that which has clouded our waters such that we are having maintaining pure conscience and when our uh, our body is washed by that water is also what uh, in in the churches probably you know during baptism they dip a baby in uh, in the holy water yeah um i think that's what it represents i've spoken about this on another podcast here um but i think that's what they are try- they are representing you know so when they say in in a in a hindu temple when they are sprinkling this um holy water they are probably representing the same thing or when the image of uh, shiva with the ganga flowing from his head is um basically representing a, you know our ancients try to communicate the message of maybe nirbij yoga through these images they didn't have mass communication media but they had images they could make statues they could make different things and then people would look at it that would that or make stories yeah through folklore to dance music theater they could communicate some messages so this may be how they proliferated the the learnings they've had so some wrote books when books came and then we have so many languages so each person is interpreting what they said in their own language and then quite a mess so we have hatha yoga probably from the different text on how they were read and how they are understood and how they are practiced so probably nirbij yoga couldn't come because the communication from then to what is yoga became hatha yoga yeah this um so the the we are trying to keep it bring it together between bring ha and tha together and uh, to you you know to yogafy ha and tha and uh, we are in different stages of you know attempting to do that so we have it and then we talk about liberation and we talk about mukti and we talk about you know sukha and dukha we still not there that's what it means so the communication has come through practice is happening but that goal hasn't reached reached because of communication issues how message was communicated yeah and how it could be interpreted so that is where i come in, in place so i'm practicing nirbij yoga and facilitating nirbij yoga meditative intelligence sanatana dharma um but from the paradigm of nirbij yoga which again is probably what couldn't be communi- communicated then there's this idea of the saptarishis and that um i'm thinking it's a manu a person who probably survived the uh, maybe the floods or something at that time like we have the idea of the noah's ark but then it's like noah is the one who um is the only human or he and his 
family or yeah were the only person who could step um, on land after the floods so maybe this person was like a manu not necessarily noa but then i've he- also heard about it in um, in the in the, in the southern hemisphere that there is also a similar story of you know the floods and there's this idea of manu manuantara so i think it was one manu one human being who survived at that time or was alive and then the idea of the saptarishis you know what uh, was communicated uh, again communication issues seven versions of truth yeah there is this said to be seven colors and each have their own what is expressed and what is not expressed and how they can express what is expressible depending on each person's communication um ability then um, so i think hatha yoga became what is you know we are practicing hatha yoga because hatha yoga is the way it is or yoga is our understanding of what yoga is the way it is because of communication that water communication water that could trickle from there to here and how it was trickled and how it was used and having you know we've been having drinking water kind of well we are looking at different ways of having 30 you know the all the year round water drinking water available and so i'm also inspired by uh, shri kempegoda the person um, who built the bangalore city city of gardens so i've been studying the you know the work that he's been uh, he's been doing here he has yeah so i've been going to this lalba gardens and i notice um, the garden is actually trying you know it's like a representation of the garden of life like this biblical story and i don't know if he actually bounced the idea of this you know, the garden of city <laughs> city of gardens from this idea from this book of genesis or was it an idea that he that in his wisdom he came to see as uh, important but one thing that i have learned is that he devised a method by which the city of bangalore could have drinking water like water available 24 like 365 days a year and uh, then of course urbanization and how we have appreciated history and what has been done and kind of disregard maybe or you know how we appreciate um um ancient and then there has been so much of colonization and so many things happened so that may have affected yeah there has been we've heard about how several of that waterways have been compromised and you're having lakes and you know um, so but in the history of bangalore in the history of the world there is i'm living in bangalore and i have this history to be all about and i'm doing this work and i'm living in this place and i have this history to oh my god you know that was possible to have 365 days a year water so what so when we bounce it off of what i'm thinking about here when we say waterways communication is also water when it is communicated the way it needs to be like with the content quality and clarity from the source to you know from when it from where the source source to where it needs to be received in the same way without distortions then we have pure water that's also water your communication is also water if you look at it that way and then it's about what conveys a clarity the quality and the intention such that it's not getting distorted because distortion of the message is also a some form of violence because there is it's originating in one way and it's ending up in another way and it conveys completely different um 
meanings, uh, stories and what happens from them. For example, we have the idea of yoga the way it is. Yeah, enough said. Um, I know a lot of people would stand like stand in defense, but it would be in defense or offense. Yeah, please take note. Defense and offense is again another form by which um, Greek Athena um, perfected from what I understand, the art of defense warfare. While earlier it used to be offense. So she improvised the kind of war into defense warfare, but that is also still warfare. Yeah, but it was an improvisation. Defense and offense is still um, like our antibiotic. Yeah, um, like saying anti-violence. Yeah, there is violence and we are doing other than that. But other than that is still in some way uh, part of the drama triad you know it's either victim perpetrator or rescuer it's still drama we are, we are still not come to um, vulnerable caring non-violence we haven't come to that so I call it as Rama versus drama triad yeah Rama is uh, Ra is like you know the Raya and the last dragon Ra as in the new dawn Ra and then Ma is like half of Mama you know Mama in Sanskrit Mama means I yeah, uh, but I actually means me and you, like I and you. It's like saying I love you, but this is like the bridge, which which builds bonds, which which helps communicate, which lays a foundation where communication can happen. So Mama is like saying I love you, yeah. So for that one Ma at least should be there, no? So Ra is the is like the new dawn, and then Ma. So if you haven't really come to Rama, Ra, and then you begin to come home to yourself and then you're able to be at home in non-violence with yourself, like in love with yourself on this one person. The first relationship we really have in life is with ourselves. It's because we have a body that we have a life in which there are people. Yeah. So all that there is that you see around you is in the space is after the f is because of the fact that you have a body. And it's in your space that things show up. So um, the first relationship you, we really need to have is with ourselves. So when we come to Rama, like Ra, New Dawn, home to yourself, you, like in love with yourself. See the Rama or the drama, which is like other than this, which is victim, perpetrator, rescuer and all of that stuff. That is other than Nirbhijyaga. So you have Nirbhijyaga and then you have Hatha Yoga. Hatha is in Ha and Tha, where yoga is yet to come home to what yoga means. Um, so if you guys are kind of, kind of feeling reactive and you want to, you know, stand in defense and uh, um, stand your point by how you are right and how the um, the system of your, you know, yoga as you know it works. Um, if you're in defense and, and a kind of bristling, that is uh, actually proof that uh, you're not at home with you. You don't really know yoga, slash, maybe that. I may be actually rankling you right now, but it may be that or that you are not at home with yourself because of which you're having to defend or offend to stand to prove how Hatha Yoga works. Yeah, maybe you don't either really know Hatha Yoga. Yeah, or that you don't have sufficient points by which to um, argue if argue if uh, if by argue you mean another form of defense offense 
again a, a person who's standing in the truth of the matter doesn't have to argue because it would be more like clarifying a point which is more a um a debate if you can call it that but that stands by clarifying a point you would you would not stand by i am right or you are right but standing by what is right so if you're not if you're not able to stand by what is right and are in some way bristling um in um, righteousness you may not really know the matter well enough of what you what you think you know or points well enough by which to stand in the truth of the matter in which case you don't have to offend and defend the truth protects itself truth is truth is its own protection you know there's this thing of um um oh great um dharma rakshati rakshita um when you're standing by the truth of matter the truth protects itself yeah um dharma yeah dharma rakshati rakshita so um the truth protects itself truth is its own protection so if you're kind of bristling and are being righteous and find feeling a little defensive offensive you may not really be knowing the matter because you're not allowing for the truth of the matter to defend itself and the truth will show up when you are having the composition well enough such that truth just pours out of you kind of oozes out of you that's a word that's grace uh it will it will it will show um in your in your con- you know countenance in your mannerisms in your um when you really know hatha yoga if that's if that's what you're defending by if you know yoga then uh you'll be able to see what is ha and what is tha and how they're actually uh together and why like the sun and the moon yeah there is day and night each have their own place you would not be standing in defense of ha and tha you would say it as ha as a sun and the moon like day and night but if you don't see ha and tha within yourself as nature nurture yeah sun and the moon uh light and the dark if you're not seeing that you don't really know hatha yoga um and you don't really know yoga if you're actually seeing it as ha and tha as separate as two separate because the idea of advaita is where they are not separate it's in a clear it's in a it's a it's like when the so we see sunlight and we see moonlight that's like yellow and white yeah if that's the actually the moon is said to be dark black but if you're still seeing it as yellow and black you miss the point that when they're together um it's like water clear and um anirbhij yoga is about that it brings the clarity of the water it brings the ha and tha like together uh as in clear yeah like water um so the furiness the light dark those differences those the push and pull that comes from that within because of which we are not really able to love ourselves as a first person from whose on whose life 
we are living and we are seeing what we are seeing um hasn't really happened yeah we are actually coming home we are at home with that water when we are practicing nirbhij yoga yeah and this is this is actually what yoga is um very where you're able to maintain the clarity of the water yeah so if this has not made sense and i recommend you go back on this uh, podcast and then listen from the beginning again because this would clarify the matter on what i'm talking about as water so this might take a little back and forth but uh, there's the material has been covered just to clarify what yoga is and how communication has had differential handing down you know passing down relay of messages yeah so um and uh, after going through this back and f- yeah uh listening to this if you actually gotten that the value of this of this podcast is when you actually register contact me and then begin learning yoga um uh then maybe you need to listen to this audio a few more times or we could have a conversation we clarify that would also be part of nirbij yoga because word aikido is also part of uh, what nirbij yoga is um shabda kosha kosha shuddhikaran so that's all part of again if, if you're contacting me we're having a discussion that would be in some way nirbij yoga already happening yeah so uh we are a, a business enterprise so there would be an affordable price um as fee because i live in this world yes we also have to pay for the grocer and pay the bills and all of that so there is an affordable price uh we'll have a discussion so uh thank you for your kind interest thank you for considering these points because we may be operating from several levels of prejudice and hence um may not be seeing things the way they need to be uh appreciated for understanding and uh, coming home to normal ordinary living normal ordinary life um non-violence is definitely at the heart of it heart of life thank you for listening <laughs>